The outcome of personal transformation is visibility. It's your true self coming out. It's your true voice coming out. Today, I talk with Italina Kirkness. She's an online presence expert, helping other people grow their brand through LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Today, we hear her story of personal transformation and the various factors that helped her shift her mindset and how she's helping people now by representing their true voice on social media. My name is Aruna Krishnan, author of the Busy Mind series, a trilogy that helps leaders thrive. Welcome to Lead That Thing, a podcast that empowers women in their lives, businesses, and careers. So far in this series, we've looked at the five R's and the personal transformation of three women. And what they've had in common is that there's always been a trigger. Some of it amounted to a lack of satisfaction of where their life was at. They weren't living life to their fullest potential. For some, it was a need to discover their true selves instead of depending on other people to tell them what they were good at. And in other cases, it was trauma, where there was a need to search for happiness and the path to happiness. I asked Italina how her journey started. I remember the first time I actually read this book, if I may say it, by Pema Chodron, uh, When Things Fall Apart. And I, I remember I was sitting outside on the balcony. It was a beautiful day. And I'm reading, I'm sitting, uh, laying back and reading this book. And I literally felt like the sky opened up and a ray of sunshine came on me. Like I was enlightened. So I, I just, re- I feel like I transformed when I realized, man, I am powerful. Power is not this thing that's out there. Power is this thing that's within me. And it's up to me to realize I have it and then tap into it to use it to positively impact others, to create the life I want, et cetera, et cetera. So that was a huge, huge uh, turning point for me because then I started to grow as this grow into this like powerful woman and it's so funny people talk to me they say Tony you're just you're so confident and I don't even think about that but that's one of the things that grew as I started learning about my power. Italina and I share something in common. My journey with mindfulness led me to the fact that my destiny is controlled by me and how I think and my mindset and that's the power that we talk about. A lot of times we don't achieve what we want to achieve because of our limiting beliefs. Or as Susie Moon talks about in episode 8, scarcity mindset. And as Nancy talked about, the inner critic or imposter syndrome. All these things is because we don't believe in ourselves. We don't stop to reflect on what we truly can do, what difference we can make. A lot of people fear change. They fear getting out of their comfort zone. Once this hurdle is crossed, it becomes much easier. I asked Adelina how she dealt with that. I I have to admit, I was not one of those people. Change did not, I was not just naturally like, okay, when change happened. So that's something I had to work on in myself. And one of the things that's talked about is how 
um, we, we, send, we tend to think change happens because we did something wrong or something's wrong, where if we come to realize that's just a part of life, we're not being punished, it's just life, then it becomes a little bit, you know, just coming from that mindset, it, it's a less of a harsh blow. And then knowing that even that difficulty, that is even going to change. Like that's not permanent either. All of it is, it's like clouds passing through the sky. It's all going to pass. This is yet another concept that gave me so much clarity in life. The concept of impermanence. Realizing that everything is momentary, whether it's extreme joy or extreme sadness, it's something that's going to pass. And one of my favorite phrases is living in the moment. This helps you not dwell on the past. This helps you move forward. This helps you stay focused. It helps you frame up what you need to do today to make things better for the future. Italina also points out the importance of letting things unfold instead of constantly just reacting, trying to see why things are happening. So I remember this one particular day I was in the kitchen and my earring, the back of my earring uh, fell off. I'm like, oh crap, you know, that's a, we look at that as a bad thing. Like, how could this possibly be good? So I dropped my earring and lost my earring. And then I'm opening up a can of whatever and it spilled all over the floor. And I'm like, oh crap, right? That's another bad thing. We're looking at this as a bad thing. While I'm cleaning up that mess, guess what I found? My earring. Okay, so was it bad that that food fell on the ground? Actually, it turned out it wasn't a bad thing because I found my earring. So it's like, we, we, if we look, stop looking at things and labeling them as bad or good and just they are, this is just what is, then that's going to really make a huge impact um, and not feeling victimized, etc. The why me question alone is not going to solve problems. But by reflecting on why things happened, it can give you clarity. It can give you answers on how you can get out of that situation. Italina touches on how reflection plays an important part in her life. Reflecting is something that I build into my day every day. And we know life can get hectic and busy. And that's the main time in which we need to block out that reflecting. So even if it's just before you wake up or just before you go to bed, I like to carve that time. You know, watching TV, it's awesome. But that even in itself is not fully downtime. And we need that downtime as in like be okay with the silence, being okay with being bored. Our brain can actually do a lot of good for us during that time. So I absolutely love reflecting just that quiet time, even if it's just a little bit of instrumental music in the background, but just try not to be distracted by any kind of words or television um, that will impede, you know, beautiful things coming into my mind, whether it be ideas or you see things differently or you realize things or you can, you can hear your higher self or your higher, higher power, whatever you believe in. So that reflection time, that is, it's healing. It's, I, I notice a difference in my life when I don't reflect, or even in my day, if I don't reflect. So that's a big, big part of my life. We talked about reflect being the first R in the five R's of transformation. And we come back to reflection 
after the fifth R, which is repeat. Reflection helps us stay on track with the belief systems, the interactions, and the thought process that we want to maintain in order to have a better life. This can take the form of journaling, it can take the form of meditation, or any other activity that just makes us feel relaxed. Because by doing this, this actually gives us answers and clarity that our mind doesn't usually have the chance to do when we're busy. The other thing Italina and I spoke about was the importance of sleep and how it helps us get clarity on other problems too. Absolutely. And there's science behind that. Our, our, our subconscious, our, even though we are sleeping, our brain is still very, very active. And it's even more so active during certain times uh, of the night that our, our brain literally needs us to be asleep, literally needs us to be asleep. Just having the, the, the like sitting around watching TV, I know I said that, but I have nothing against TV. It's just that our brain needs to be able to clean up right? And it needs to, and it, it does its processes and it ap- processes and it absolutely cannot do it if we are still up and active and doing things. We have to be asleep during certain times and we need quiet during certain times so that our, our brain can solve problems for us. And, and that's ease, right? So rather than us stressing and dredging over a matter, uh, the answer can come with ease if we just let our brain do its thing. <laughs> Italina's role as an online presence expert is to show people's true personalities on social media. I asked her how she does this. So one thing I do is I lead by example, right? So if you see any of my like my social media presence, people will see that. And when they meet me in person or meet me virtually, they'll say, oh my God, Atulina, this is exactly what I've been seeing online. This is exactly who you are. So I lead by example by being myself because I don't really know how to be anyone else. <laughs> so me, me, me just leading by example, that's number one. And then number two, when I'm helping like my clients, for example, I help them a lot with their branding and getting their branding together online. And obviously who they are, their own true authentic self has come up. There's just one question that I um, like to ask them and it's, hey, what is something personal about you, non-business related, that you don't mind people knowing about you. So meaning not private, which is what we do behind closed doors, but personal, meaning not business, is a part of who you are. And that could be anywhere from sharing your culture to sharing an activity that you love doing that's a part of your lifestyle and that has shaped you into who you are. You know, so for example, like I was a championship tennis player. That was huge. That has developed me immensely because of all that it takes to you know, compete at a high level and having to grow. I had been playing since I was a little girl. So it really impacted my development, my confidence, all that. One thing I like to say, like for example, when our clients are posting on social media, I say, stop trying to think about what you think people want you to post. Post what you want to post, right? And then you're gonna attract the people who love what you're posting. The same can be said about what you attract in life, outside of social media. When you're your authentic self, you attract the kind of people that want to be with you. When you put on a persona, you may not attract the people that are most healthy for you. So the same rules apply, whether it's your virtual world 
or whether it's your actual world. We close out the interview with Italina's definition of freedom. Ooh, okay, freedom to me means firing on all cylinders. So what's great is we get to choose what the cylinders are, whether it be uh, emotional or spirituality, relationships, health, finance, career, right? So if you are firing on all those cylinders that you that are important to you, that is freedom. And the truth is, we do have the freedom at any point to do what we need to do in order to fire on all cylinders. So if there's something that's not quite right, guess what? We have the freedom to focus on that one particular that particular cylinder and make sure it's firing. This goes back to owning our destiny, having the power within ourselves, simply by having the right mindset. As we conclude this season, my question to you is, are you living a life of freedom? This season focuses on getting from fear to freedom with four stories of inspiration. We all can find freedom by following five simple steps, the five R's. I hope you found this season helpful. If you have any questions, you can reach me at leadthatthing at gmail.com. You can follow the Lead That Thing community on optim-strategies.com or on the Lead That Thing company page on LinkedIn. Until next time, lead that thing.